You are listening to the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. This is a ministry of Christian Assembly Church in Los Angeles, California. I am your host, Marvin Enriquez, and this is how we get down. (laughs) There you go. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. Here's some sound for you. Woohoo! Yeah, this wow. is the party edition. No, the... but when you did the woohoo, you're you're you're. Hey, all right, we're having a good time It's the party edition. This is your host with the most, Marvin Enriquez. Woo! Uh, yeah, this is yeah, sound effects. effects. Also, the host with the most. Your host with your the most. most. All right, all right. Let's cut this off. <laughs> also around the round table, you have George. My pants are on fire. I coach Little League football for a living. Fernandez. <laughs> hey, they're champions. They're champions, uh, man. Yeah, they're, you know, yeah. they're, they're on the George, way your team won the... National Little League Football <laughs> World Series. I don't know what you call it. World no. Series, pop flag football, flag football, pop Warner. Congratulations! Thanks. We're, we're not there yet. Uh, we just uh, won our this Valley Region for uh, twelve and under, and so that means in all of the San Fernando Valley, your team is the best. Well, well, yeah, we're getting there. So. Oh, hey! And if we win this, then we go to LA City. So we have a game. All right, we won last night go. in overtime. There you go. We play tonight, and if we win, we'll play Saturday. So, so you won team. last night in overtime. Yes. But final yes. score? Uh, nineteen to twelve. But I understand that you had a critical injury to your best player last night. Yeah. Knee yeah, injury to Kane yeah, Fernandez. Yeah, second to last play of the oh, game. No. And then so we didn't play overtime, but we still, yeah, it's a so team effort. So we got to, he iced his, his knee, biofreeze yeah, it, yeah, Thera, Theragun yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. I gave him, gave him an injection. Yeah, gave him cortisone. cortisone. Yeah, Come on, dude. He's got that stuff at home. He's got it. Well, they, they, don't test them. they don't test them. But so just, just so we everyone knows our priorities, I kept him from school. Of course you did. Just so he can make sure he plays today. You didn't, you didn't. Come to our men's huddle last night. Well, you kept Kanan from right school. There. Lisa didn't come to the women's gathering. He didn't. Kanan didn't come to the man night for CA students. Oh, so, man. so tell me what your priorities are right now, George Fernandez. Trophy. Needless to Trophy. say, this is a football. But family. hey, you are the all city champions of the national district of Pop Warner Little League football. Woo! That deserves a celebration. Let's go. Let's get the music back. There you go, Georgie. You know what, though? Yeah. I'm going to turn this up. <laughs> yeah. Just to see the joy yeah, of these kids baby. and parents, especially last night after we went in overtime, is really... It's really cool. But you know, you're the one that's jumping the most over there. We yeah. sorry about the parents. I saw the video, George. You were the one he's jumping. He's the, the only parent jumping. By you know, it's all a bunch of kids and George and they're jumping. All right. So the other voice that you hear, the other voice that's with us, is oh Robert. Goodness. I went on a world cruise. Concepts, yo! Hey, I'm yeah. back, I'm back, baby. Get the music back on. There you go. Come on, Robert. Give us a little dance. Wait, t- tell, tell us what, what yeah, tell us what one of your boys said about having so much lobster that I'm tired of eating lobster. Is there anything else on the ship? So Robert, <laughs> let's let's tell the listeners you missed our last podcast. Lost? <laughs> it's, it's lost. It's lost. It's, it is lost. You missed our last podcast I because did. you were on a 
cruise to where? Uh, the Mediterranean. Oh, uh, yeah. So Italy. Which, which, which I might France. Add, you are going. Uh, oh, next see year. how see how you threw that in there. Yeah, but you, you and George, George are, are set to go next. We year are, well. but we're not God there willing. yet. God, God, willing. God willing, that's right. Riding but on you your, went riding already. Riding on your coattails. <laughs> you went already. You paid for a family of six to take this luxury. Yes. <laughs> luxury. I don't know about luxury. Hey, 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 you was, were. Was, I heard you had a whole floor reserved just for you and your family. I don't know about that. What do they call it? The Conception Wing. Yes. Yes. No, no. They named the ship. What floor do you want? Yeah, oh, you want yes. the Conception? The no celebrity. Way. We're going on the celebrity ascent. He went on the celebrity Conception. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. No, but it was it was really good. <laughs> but was it nice? Oh, it was very nice. Yeah. Two, what are the two highlights? Um, just the food. I the food on the ship one. or at port? Both, 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 because uh, like I said, uh, uh, when we went to Barcelona, I really enjoyed the the root of uh, Filipino food, where it all started. Yeah, you know, it's in Spain. So paella, and oh lechon, my oh, and ham, my oh, a lot of pork. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 and they're all flavorful. You oh, know, yeah. oh, you know, pasta was, eh, you know, a lot of rice. Wait, 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 wait! You went to Italy and had pasta, and it was. Eh. Well, well, tell them why, because your palate is. Different, right? Because you're used to noodles being softer. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Olive Garden noodles, you oh know? Gosh. Come oh on, gosh. right? <laughs> Wait, did you go to Rome, Italy and say, excuse me, sir, do you have any Olive Gardens here? No, they don't know what Olive Gardens I no, know no, they but my don't. Kids, but tell but them, what, kids, they, tell them where, what they did have there. With my kids, right? So, you know, first night I was having also buco, right? So I didn't have pasta. Mm. But my kids were like, oh, it's just fettuccine, spaghetti. Yeah, and the fettuccine is not... It's it's the uh, the shell type. It's the fettuccine. It's uh, not the it's the long the the, the, th- not the not flat, the flat noodle. noodle. Yeah, flat they have a different fettuccine, right? Mm. And so they're like chewing, chewing. I'm looking at their face, and they're not enjoying <laughs> this thing. And I say, how how's how's the pasta? He goes, Dad, it's a little undercooked. And I said, Well, what do you mean? And so I tried it, and it was al dente. Yeah. And so they said, can we, As it can should we, be. Can we? Well, I don't know. Do you have al dente? Well, pasta if I'm at home, no. But if I'm in Italy, I will. Well, because you know, when you're in Rome, you got to do was the, you know what they exactly. say, right? Exactly. Went in Rome. So I asked. I said politely, "Hey, is there any way we could kind of soften this thing?" Oh, you did no. not. Yes, you can did you, not. Yes, I did. Can you overcook the noodles? Yeah, a little you bit? did not this, say. I can did. you take this back and cook it some more? I did. You know what I told no. myself? That's like going to a steakhouse and saying, "This is a little too." Right? Can you make it well done? That's a fail. That's a fail. But what, where, where did, where hey, did, stop with the Morse code. Robert, where did you, where did, what was your favorite, what was one of your favorite places to eat in Rome? Okay. Well, I know you're setting me up for something. <laughs> Tell us. So, okay. So, so every cafe, there's just pasta, there's pasta and there's, uh, um, uh, pizza, pasta mm-hmm. and pizza, pasta and pizza. Right. So after a while, we're like, you know, cause you know, I asked for a softer noodle, softer, uh, pasta and, and then the, uh. Is that so your dentures can handle it? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> the, it's like soup, what you're used to. Yeah. Can, I, can you can have a bigger the, straw? Yeah. This is the Asian. Can you blend? Can you blend can my you pasta? Can you puree my dinner? Because <laughs> that's what my wife hey, does for you're, me. You're laughing now, but wait till you get Italy. And um, uh, my kids are saying, Dad, you know, this is not hard to chew. This is why I'm not bringing my kids, first of all. I'm this coming is, along with my wife because I don't want to hear, can I have McDonald's? When this I'm is in not Italy. hard to chew, right? So, you know, I, I, I dared ask. 
is there any way we can soften this? And he'll Signore, Signore. Italian, right? So I'm like, okay. That, that's cursing This you is out. not going yeah. to end well. If it's so Signore, we Signore, well. in his head, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah He's go. cursing him out yeah. with his hands. And I don't know yes. what, if they take this back in the kitchen, I don't know what they're going to do no, with it. No, exactly. So let's just back. leave it the way it is. Just order ravioli, order osobuco, order something else besides the pasta. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, oh, spaghetti, fettuccine, uh, like, you look, order. And uh, actually, Parmesan, and, and, and in Rome, it, they're known for their carbonara. Yes. Yes. Well, we had to try that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was excellent, oh. the carbonara, except for the noodles, of course. But, oh, you know, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yes, the food is so good. Oh, the carbonara is. is good. It, it was. Is. It was. It was. is. I have to say. And, 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 and the cappuccino. Or the, yeah, the cappuccino. Of course. La Baza. Excellent, excellent. All right, so where did you end up going? Yeah, so where did you, where did you end up going after your kids? Where did you end up going? After, after your kids got tired yeah. of good of Italian and, food. Authentic Italian food. After where did you said, go? Oh, Dad, we're having too much lobster and yeah. too much Italian pasta. Where did, where did, where did, did your you kids end go? up? <laughs> you guys. Uh, so we went. <laughs> we had a full day at the Vatican, and we're leaving the place, and there's this little sign that says Jollibee. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. He went to the Jollibee in Rome <laughs> to get authentic you Filipino you, food in Rome. You, you told and because me, he says you the told spaghetti. me this is like eating Taco Bell in Mexico. Yes, that's exactly what that <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, and, right, because doesn't it come with a side of spaghetti? It's spaghetti and, then they say, now, and Dad, fried chicken. This is uh, look, now this look, is now Italian this is good food. Pasta. All right, yes, look, you, this you, is you, pasta. Can, you can get on me on that one, but you know, look. This is real pasta. When we went there, there were Italians. There were Italians eating there. It's not just all Filipino, and that kind of surprised me. I'm like, man, they, they, they like Filipino food because, you know, they could have just said, oh, this is not spaghetti. This is not. They could have just okay, kind of banished that is, off their menu. But it, it, hey. Excuse my ignorance. I've never eaten at Jollibee. Is Jollibee actually Filipino food? Yes. Or is it just happens to be a fast food chain that is in the Philippines? No, it's it's it, and, it and started because, in the Philippines. But they don't have pancit and lumpia and adobo and those and no, things. No, no, that's that's more of uh it's not fast food what you're talking about. Yeah. It's so more they have of fried a, chicken and spaghetti. Fried chicken. <laughs> so I don't know. Burgers, how, burgers. Burgers. So that's it. That's yeah. a Filipino food. Yeah. Well, okay. No, no, Filipino right. fast food. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, fast okay. food. But that's the specialty is the Filipino spaghetti in Rome. It, it's <laughs> Let, let that sit. Let that sit for one minute. Wait, wait, wait. Filipino spaghetti no, in Rome. No, listen, listen. Is the listen, is no. the is the I mean, dinner you know, of choice. <laughs> that's that's kind of ignorant of us to do that. But you know, hey, look. You know, I have to be honest. Uh, the okay. kids really. I'm like saying, after all this pasta, pizza, pasta, pizza thing. You know, eating from Jollibee was like a oh, an oasis. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, Dad, man. I'm so tired of lobster. Is there a Jollibee yeah. for goodness? Yeah. I feel like I'm at the Eagle <laughs> Rock so Mall now. It, so, it sounds so ridiculous. Is there a seafood city anywhere, <laughs> bro? It sounds so ridiculous until you're there and you're like, this is just stupid that we're eating this, but yet you're enjoying it. You know, I have to be, you know, oh, that's great I have to be honest. And you I'm know, like, oh, it's, my goodness. it's it's a memory you will. Laugh and hopefully you took a oh, picture. Absolutely. Hopefully you took a picture of the Jollibee. Oh, in, absolutely. And he did with the Pope, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, Pope, the Pope was at Jollibee in Rome, right? You know, the Jollibee is right. He said, and the Pope was saying, "Now this is spaghetti." <laughs> you know. Okay, George, 
Five dollars. When you and I go there, we're gonna find this jolly beer. We're gonna, we're take, gonna a picture. take a picture. <laughs> Dude, it's a couple blocks away from the Vatican. Okay, so we'll be there. From the Vatican, we'll be there. Yeah. So it's not. It's not like you know. No, no, the Pope. That's the Pope's yeah, favorite. You know, <laughs> it's on his bucket list. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, Robert, welcome back. We're yeah, glad you're here. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you had a great oh, trip. I had a fantastic time with thank you God. and your family, and you got the good time. Well, guys, this is December seventh, two thousand and twenty-three, which makes this the Christmas episode. Cue some Christmas music. Here it comes. All right, <laughs> authentic, authentic. Oh, I'm glad you music. got that all queued up. Yes. This is the only the song. Yes. This is the only song I have. So I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play this on. That's all Christmas I got. That's Christmas go. music. Christmas you didn't, Carol you didn't like you. my Christmas music that I have on my phone. So there's that. Well, that it was. I don't know. There was a picture on the album that was. It was. It was a jazzy album. Mm. 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 All right. Mm. So question mm. for you guys. Question for you guys. Since we are, you know, in the in the in the beginning stages of preparing ourselves to celebrate Christmas, what is your favorite Christmas tradition or memory? What is something that you look forward to, or something that you know, a fond memory that you have from a Christmas past? What is what is something that you you know you you remember this time of year? Jollibee. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Do you have Jollibee on Christmas Day? Of course not. Okay, okay. No, but for me, it's seeing um, Christmas freshly through the eyes of my kids yeah. when uh, they first, well, you know, what I think it was like third, their third or fourth Christmas when we just kind of had, you know, Lots of toys, lots of gifts. And it wasn't really expensive toys. It was just a lot of gifts for them. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really care what the toy... I mean, the of value course, of it was... It. A, yeah, just, the yeah, value. Yeah. It's just Quantity. the fact that, oh, this is for me. Oh, this is for me, yeah. right? Oh, this is for you. Because, you know, they're looking Another at one? the tree. They're yeah. looking at the tree. And if they see their name, they get all excited. And that's what really gets them going. And then, you know, Christmas Day comes and then they open. And they don't know what to do with the wrapper. And they don't know what to do with all the stuff they got. And they would line it all up. And just the joy and excitement of seeing all the gifts that they got, um, you know, of course, we're past that. But uh, at that time, it's still seared in my memory to see their joy, the joy in their faces and just the excitement of just getting, you know, lots of things for them. We, we didn't really bring them up uh, knowing it, it came from Santa. So they knew it came from mom and dad and the fact that they got. What, what do you mean? What? <laughs> what? You just you just ruined it for some kid listening. Sorry, oh, kids. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, sorry, kids. If you're listening no. to this, where's the, the mute button? Oh yeah, you could have muted that. I could have censored it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, censor no, no. But then that's my memory. I mean, I they just the you're not it. Santa. You smell like alcohol. <laughs> no, <laughs> beef and cheese. Love you smell that. like beef and cheese. <laughs> Love that. Uh, you, smell, you smell like Jollibee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> George, what is a favorite Christmas memory and or tradition? Um, I I think yeah, kind of like you were just. I, the joy of seeing Lisa and the kids just opening up gifts. Mm. Lisa, guy, yeah, I, yeah, I could, yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. I mean, I, like, I always want to go last because I really, I'm not big on receiving gifts, but I love just the joy of seeing the kids open up the gifts. And I remember when it was funny when Jarrell, I was gonna say when he was little. It's not not even that little. He was still like a teenager. Mm -hmm. Like like the night before. Or a couple of days before, he was always walking around the tree, <laughs> looking for his name, lifting up the box, shaking it. Yeah. Like, he couldn't help himself. He yeah, wanted to know yeah. what it was. So he, here he is, 16, 17 years old, looking at that. God, he kind of, when is he going to stop this? And it was just kind of funny. And Kanan is, is similar in that way, where he's, like, Asia was always really just chill about it and wasn't always looking, like, what did I get? Yeah. Kanan is, does the same thing, um, looks for it and all that. But just... 
just the joy and just the joy on Lisa's yeah. face because I usually give her a couple, but then I hide one. Mm. It's not under the tree, and then I give it to her last, and then it's a key to the Mercedes or the Lambos. No. Hey, hey, here's hey. a key to a brand new car. Yeah. You know, better than that. A Jollibee franchise. <laughs> hey, hey, another cruise I, because yeah. the ship has got, I got another cruise. There you go. This I is got why you hide it from her. Okay, okay. I get it now. All right, this we like are we cruise are, reservation. We are taking a cruise this summer. But how many other cruises you have lined up already? Well, she cuts no, 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 no. Come, Come on, George. Oh, well, we, we you have at least two that I know of. You're, yeah, you're leaving have, for Christmas for yes, a, you are on a we cruise. We have one in, in a couple weeks. Couple there you go. And then we have. All June, yeah, in, in June, and that—that's I'm planning. So far, that's it. Yeah, I'm planning one for like the, you know, I'm trying to. I just saw one for December. <laughs> Talk about Fernandez lines, but like the Fernandez, the Fernandez cruise ship. <laughs> I know his face is like, oh, it just hurts him, but inside he's really happy. Oh yeah. There it is, <laughs> right there. I'm, I just like I shared with you guys. I just saw the thing. There's 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 two ships that I know of that are brand new. For see, 25. every time he says that, I can imagine him jumping up and yeah. down like he did hey! on that video. There it is, right there. Yeah, yeah, another cruise ship uh, coming out. <laughs> well, for me, a uh, a fond memory that I was remembering this week is, uh, you know, growing up, we our my family did not celebrate Christmas uh, initially. My father was uh, not a believer. Are you a Jehovah's Witness? No, he was atheist. He was completely against any oh, religious yeah. observation. Oh. <clears throat> and that was for about the first 12 years of my life. So as a kid, no Christmas. no Christmas. So what did you do? We celebrated New Year's. No, that, no, but what did you do when nothing, everyone else? Is, nothing. Is, it was my dad made no it a gifts. point to say this is just another night. you know. And But of course, we lived in an apartment building and you hear the parties and the yeah. laughter and the music. And you just, as a kid, you just want to go, go longing. outside and longing for that. And anyway, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bore you with a sad story, but uh, well, but it is a memory. It is a memory. But the good news is that at at around 12, my my parents both came to Christ, and we began celebrating Christmases after that. One of those early Christmases, I, I remember, I got my first job at uh, at 16. I worked at In and Out Burger, and up until then, uh, you know. We had started celebrating Christmas a couple years prior, but still not too many traditions. Not It wasn't that big. It wasn't that extravagant. Not many gifts. <clears throat> and I remember I got that first job at 16, and one of my first paychecks, I went and I bought a Nintendo for my brother and my sister mm. because they were little still, and I remember you know what it was like to be a little kid and not have a gift. And so, um, and so I remember giving, you know, we wrapped it up and we gave them this Nintendo. Of course, it was going to be for all of us, right? Um, but they opened it up, and I just remember the joy on their faces, and they're doing the George, yeah. the George dance, <laughs> jumping up and down, and seeing them at like, you know, they're like six and eight. Right, George ride. Yeah, they're like six and eight, and seeing them, ju- you know, jump around and oh, and nice. be so happy, and that gave me the, the yeah. joy of. So now I, I like you, George, love to give gifts, mm-hmm. and I love because I, I just remember those moments, mm-hmm. and so. So that was good. That's awesome. That was good. Mm. Well, uh, listen, guys, you know, as you celebrate your own Christmases with your family, we just want to bless you. Thank you for listening to the Men's Ministry Podcast. And we do have a little trivia game to play. And so as uh, as is customary on the Men's Podcast, we have a little Christmas-themed trivia. So are you guys ready? Ready. All right. First to three wins the Christmas-themed trivia. Okay. Question number one. Who likes fruitcake? Nobody. Nobody. That's the answer. Uh, but the real question is, <laughs> it's, and it's you a, can—it's a weapon. It's the real question is, uh, and you can uh, chime in with your you name. Have your crickets there, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know yeah. Who, who likes. There you go. Who likes food cake? Uh, the real question is, and you can chime in with your name because your name is your buzzer. Uh, what is the fruitcake capital of the world? Robert. <laughs> Robert. What is it? 
Switzerland. <laughs> no, Switzerland is not. Germany. No. Uh, George, you have an answer? Poland. Nope. Claxton, Georgia. Claxton, Georgia oh produces over 4 million pounds of fruitcake each year. I don't even okay. know where that is. But, you, you know, we have to try that. All right. No, you don't. We're, not, don't, we're you not, don't. not trying to you, write you, fruitcake, which is why actually, we're not like it. I actually like fruitcake, believe it or not. Okay, here we go. Uh, in what country did the Christmas tree tradition begin? Robert. Robert. The Christmas tree tradition. It has to be somewhere in the Baltic states. Uh, um, What did you say? I should say North Pole, but... (laughs) You've already ruined it for several children. Don't don't say there isn't a North Pole now. Switzerland. No, very close, though. It's in Germany. Germany, that's correct. Oh, there you go. Ah, That's one point for George. Okay, on the 12th day of Christmas... Robert. Stop. On the 12th day of Christmas, what will your true love give you? 12th day of Christmas, what will your true love give you? George, why are you jumping up and George, down? George, what is it? George. Five golden rings. On the 12th day of Christmas. I don't know. I was going to say a partridge in a pear tree, but that's No, not that's it. the second day. What, what, what is it? On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... 12 geese laying. Oh, very close. 12 drummers drumming. Twelve drummers drumming. Okay, mm. okay. You guys should. That's, both, a, that's a heck of a gift. You guys should both know this. Um, mm. <laughs> and I'll give you. Okay, so be ready with your name. Mm-hmm. Which gospel speaks of the events surrounding Christ's birth? Mm. Luke. You gotta say your name. Is it your name Luke? Uh, George. <laughs> you, wait, you, okay, George. What is it? Matthew and Luke. Yes, that's correct. So you gave him a free point. There you go. Uh, okay. Hey, it is Christmas. Yeah, it is Christmas. That's so free you know, so he giving. he gave there you, you a two zero lead because now he's gonna catch up. Okay. Uh, Let's see. If you stand under the mistletoe, what will happen? Depends where you're George. at. George. <laughs> Depends where you're at. George. You will get a kiss. You will get a kiss. That's there correct. There you go. All right. Uh, Robert, we don't want to leave you, leave you empty oh, handed. We don't want right. to leave you empty handed. That's fine. Okay. Question for you. How much Germany. Jo- how, <laughs> how much j- younger was Jesus than his cousin John the Baptist? How much younger? Yes. Um, I think six months. That's correct. Six I was going to say three yeah. months is good. Oh, six months. Good All right. Theologian. Good theologian. Yes. Yeah, well, you know. In, in a few minutes. You we're... saved the easiest uh, question for me. I did. Well, I'll give you a freebie. Oh, my It goodness. was a gift. The gifts of Christmas. The gifts of, gifts. The gifts of Christmas. You know, we're givers here. We're you know, givers we're givers here. here. Well, guys, so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. We have 12,600 people listening. Wow. We had seventy percent new listeners this year. Those are so those are old, like, old like, listeners. No, nope. perfect. So everyone that jumped on board for the very first time, thank you so much for finding us. In fact, how are they finding out about? I don't know, but in fact, uh, we had a visitor at uh, on Thanksgiving weekend. So at, on Thanksgiving weekend, a young man, probably in his twenties, uh, approaches me and he goes, "Mr. Enriquez, Mr. Enriquez, here at here at the church." And uh, he was at the, around the kids' church table. You know he's new when he calls you Mr. Enrique. That is correct. <laughs> Did you know him or no? Uh, initially, I didn't recognize him. He goes, you may not remember me, but I was at CA Students with your son. Speaking of my son, Matthew. He's mm-hmm. about the same age as Matthew. Matthew's 22 years old, so they must have graduated four or five years ago. He goes, I was at CA Students with your son. And I said, oh, nice to meet you. And he goes, my name is Frankie. He said, I'm in the Army, and I listen to your podcast. Oh, and it's, now you've ruined Santa. And, oh, and, and Frankie. Listen, he, he said it's the, way, it's the way that I connect to the church. Really? Of all the different ways that Frankie, you connect to the church, you choose this podcast. We are honored. Wow. Yes, so Frankie, yes, yes, yes. so Frankie, listening right now in the army, 
Thank you for listening. Shout out to you, Frankie. Yeah, thank wow. you for your service, thank Frankie. You. He's, yes. he's in Utah. Yes. So I just want I told him I was gonna shout him out and I want to shout you out, Frankie. Thank wow, you for listening. You're gonna have a white Christmas. You are. Uh Robert, you told me you, you encountered someone that listens to the podcast as well. Yeah. In fact, I'm having lunch with them uh, right after our podcast. Uh, who is it? Uh Manny. Okay. Manny Lopez. Manny Lopez. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and he said uh, he, he's uh, listened to our podcast and is very blessed. So uh, he just mm. wants to connect with one of us, and it happened to be uh, me that he reached out to. So we're grabbing lunch. Awesome. Nobody has ever connected the podcast and a blessing in the same phrase. Wow. I, I've heard a lot of other adjectives, wow. but blessing not blessing being one of them. Blessing is not you yet. Bless, so, blessing or prayer are not uh, two adjectives. That <laughs> so Manny, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And, and Robert oh, got a, Robert's going to get a free lunch out of it. Wow. Sounds like I hey, don't know about the free lunch. Take him to Jollibee, bro. Hey. Take him to Jollibee. Is he Filipino? No. All right, take him. Wait, take him to Jollibee. Wait, then. Manny Lopez, the Hispanic, did not reach out to the two Hispanic pastors, but reached out to the Filipinos <laughs> because of his last name. He thought three of us are Hispanic. Manny, right? what's you know, going on, true. brother? The, the three amigos. Manny, three thank you names. for listening. Thank you for buying Robert lunch at the Jollibee. Yeah, and next enjoy, time, yeah, why enjoy are you pressing your... him to buy lunch? Enjoy, Come on, yes. <laughs> Don't press you, him. Well, wait, you said Manny's the guy who drives a fancy car. He's not going to listen. Milk him. Milk He's him. not going to listen to this before you have lunch, so it's okay. Boy. He'll listen to this after the fact. He'll probably shut this. <laughs> He'll off. be driving hey. away from lunch and listening to this. Speaking of blessing, what's happened to our barbecue, bro? Oh, come on! He, you see how he turned the, the tables? We're on right supposed there? to Manny's bless. A, Manny's invited. Manny, Manny, you're invited to the barbecue whenever we have it at Robert's house. But you have been in Italy, so we couldn't have the barbecue. We can't have it without you. Yes. Yeah, right. You know, by the way, somebody subbed in for you last time. Oh, who? We couldn't find another Filipino, so we got a Korean guy. And oh, he... yeah, that's a sub in for a Filipino. <laughs> a Korean but guy. Listen, <laughs> repent. There you go. Repent. Matanoia. But listen, <laughs> he rapped in Korean. He did? Yes, yes. so we need you to rap in Tagalog. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. You Come on, man. If you don't, Get I will. Out. Okay, go, go ahead, George. <laughs> Thank you so much to listen to all of our listeners. Did he We're really gonna rap break. In Korean? He did. He did. Oh my goodness! Listen to the episode. We're gonna break thirteen thousand plays, and I can't tell you how grateful I am for each of you listening to this. And and uh, we're gonna keep it going because Thank we you, love wives. you guys. Thank you, wives, for listening. <laughs> well, listen, we got a few sports things to talk about. Uh, and so, first and foremost, uh, you weren't here, Robert, but I just wanted you know because you're our accountability partner. George and I have renewed our bet. For mm. the 2023 2024 basketball season, we have renewed our Lakers versus Celtics bet. Is this the fishnet? Bet? Oh, you heard about that? <laughs> yes. Yes. So it, it has I a asked, life of its own. I asked George, so what should be the penalty for the loser? And you know what he said? He said, the loser is going to wear fishnet. And I'm like, well, George, you do that every day. How is that a penalty for you? <laughs> there you go, George. I said, so it's a can't lose George, me. you know. This fish is what he does. Fish 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 this is what he does. He's dancing around it's the fish house. Friday. Fish 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 Friday. Friday. Oh, hey. yeah, Taco Tuesday. Fish Friday for fish George. Friday. There you go. Right after you get your shit. No way, no way. Hump Day no Wednesday, no Fishnet Friday, and Taco All right. Tuesday. So <laughs> after you get your uh, leg shaved, Fishnet Friday, bro. So we're about, what is that, a quarter into the season so yes. far? What's the Celtics record? They have a great record, right? I think it's I think it's probably, if not the best, it's right there. Right there, yeah. yeah. Lakers are not. What is right there? Over 500? No, they're the like Celts, three no, they're losses, right? Four losses? Something like that, five maybe. Five, but yeah. I'll tell you, look right now. Yeah, Let's they're see. great. Yeah, well, they're what's the Lakers well. doing right now? Uh, they're like. 13 they and 10. Are 15 and 5. And the Lakers are 13. Actually, 13 yeah. So that's the second best record in the NBA. Minnesota. Yeah. 
I know. 16 and 4. I know. They're not going to keep that. What up is there. going but, on there? But Minnesota's played 11 home games yeah, and 9 not, on the road. They're not so. going to keep that up. Denver will pull away. What's the Lakers' record? 14 wins? The Lakers are 13 and 9. 13 and 9. What's so, Denver? Denver is 14 and 8. Yeah. So we're getting so I always just look at the loss column. But guess what? Guess what? Uh, so. When do the when do the Celtics play for the turn for the uh, Las Vegas championship in season two? No, they, they, oh, they lost. they lost. Oh, really? Lost, I'm so yeah. sorry. You know, you know who? <laughs> no, is you're playing? not. No, you're not. You know who? No, is, you're not. You're you not. You know sorry. who is playing for five hundred thousand dollars? Who is who's my Lakers, baby? Woo! They're playing for five hundred k. You you know what? Who I are think they playing against? They knocked out uh, Phoenix yesterday. Who I think are it, they playing against? Uh, they are playing against Sacramento, I believe. I think that's, oh, that's an it's, easy game. I think it's good for the, yeah, the end of the, the, the but the end of the bench players five hundred thousand. Dude, so one guy on the Max Celtics, Max Christie will get five hundred k. Okay, so no, Luke, each player Luke, gets five hundred. Yeah, yes. the winning team. So Luke Cornett, one of the Celtics players, is end of the bench. He says, "I really want to go to Vegas and win because yeah. if we win, I get to pay off my mortgage." Oh, look at that! Look <laughs> at that! Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Well, I'm sure he makes more than that. As a bench player, but I'm sure he has a mortgage. He yeah, but that's makes, that's a bonus. A million a that's year. a bonus where you can just pay something off or invest yeah. it or do something fun the, with the, it. The, I think the buy NBA a, for, buy a Ferrari like, or whatever. The go, on a cruise, go on a cruise. Go on a cruise. Buy a cruise ship. Uh, so the Lakers play. I think Sacramento. Sacramento or they, no, no, they play New Orleans. They play New Orleans. They've they've underperformed this year, New Orleans. Ooh. I know there are a lot of injuries like usual. Yeah, but they but. are playing New Orleans. Um, but anyway. these are the bench players, right? No, these everyone like gets five hundred thousand. Everyone, everyone. If you win, I now, think the it's losing a is two fifty. Now, you know, yeah. to LeBron, that's a that's scratch right. on the back. But to Max Christie or someone at the end yes, of the, you know, that's, I mean, yeah, that's think about it. if your salary is a million dollars, which is great, half your salary. But you're probably not playing 10, 20 years in the NBA. Oh. You're a minimum player. Five hundred thousand is a significant. Chunk. I don't think million. I think they make more than that. Minimum salary is three. I think. I don't think so. No. Anyway. That's your salary, so, but you're not. Uh, so those games, I think, are happening this week. So uh, look, look to see this my weekend is a, my Lakers yeah. play in the uh, yeah. in the tournament. In Where Las do they Vegas. play? Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well. And I think Vegas may be, may get a, a oh, team one day too. Vegas is going to get a boost out of this. I mean, they are going to get a boost out of this. So anyway, okay, so there's that. Uh, but we've got just uh, Robert. You're our accountability partner. So, All right. So one of us will be wearing fishnet. Fish when, well, the, the, when and where? Okay. So well, okay. So here, I, I gotta set some ground to rules. Be, uh, I gotta set some grounds. I cannot wear fishnets in the services. You can't do that. No, to me. that's that's. What do you it's mean? A fishnet top, not fishnet. Okay, still, but bottom. still, I'm yeah, not yeah. gonna wear that while I'm doing announcements or no, something. No, no, no. You can't bring. <laughs> you can't bring that to me. You might. You might just. You might no. Because the last time he pack it in. If you did that. Listen, NBA minimum. Salary is one million one hundred nineteen thousand. Okay, so oh, that's your half uh, of one year salary. It's yeah. pretty good. Uh, so, so last last time he brought me that ugly Celtics jersey in the middle of the men's conference, and I wore it on stage. I'm not doing that with Fishnet. I'm telling you right now. Uh, so if the Lakers lose for some reason, I'm right. Fishnet, fishnet top. A, a top. I know, fishnet but top. fishnet top with a jacket or just fishnet no, top, no, period? No, no. You got to show top. the goods. You got to show the goods. Yeah. Say, how you doing, everyone? Yep. George. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nipply out tonight. I mean, I mean. <laughs> hey, 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 oh, come on, man. Let me, go. Let me show you go. some tacos. Yeah. I didn't know that's what in the old days they used to call like a hairy chest. Tacos? Taco salad. <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, he, so. knew, he knew that. He worked no, at Chip and Dale's. He knew that. He you knew got that. the Burt Reynolds look. Come on now. <laughs> the listeners don't even know who Burt Reynolds is. Go on. Uh, okay, so the ground rules is okay, I'm not going to wear it during the services. So you can okay. have me wear it in the office if you want. That's fine. I can well, wear that's I'll wear it in that. It I'll has wear, to be like a. Uh, I'll wear it to a staff meeting. No, no. Staff meeting. At least. Okay, so it could be a public event, just not. 
I, up it, on stage. It, no, no, I'm not going to wear it at the services. I'm not going to wear. Yeah, it, yeah. I'm not going to wear it at men's retreat. Well, you I, sound not, like the Lakers are going to lose. Well, I mean, they're they're <laughs> they're not as good as the Celtics. Well, <laughs> on paper, they're not. And oh, so the bet is this: who goes the furthest? Not who yes. has the best regular season yeah. record, but who goes the furthest even in the playoffs? Okay, okay, fair. Yes. Um, but yeah, so well, George it, is never on stage, so you know. It, I, well, yeah, so he has a built-in advantage right there. Well, I can't. It has to be a staff you, meeting. You can, you can parade me. Okay, so staff <laughs> meeting or something like well, that. Again, he's used to that, so it's really not. Parade me like a little peacock. I have a feeling he wants me to take him down to West, Ho West Hollywood right to, the, there. to the Pride make, Parade make, or something. Make, make me a village. He, that's not going to be <laughs> much of a... Weren't you in the sauna? Uh, you saw someone yeah. recently? Yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey! You're going to start pressing that... <laughs> and who did you say? <laughs> you said you were at the... <laughs> okay. okay. Parade me so, like a peacock. Hey, listen. <laughs> the other big sports thing of the of the moment is, is, is Otani. Wait, how is that the sports thing? We were talking about fish... Okay. <laughs> Otani okay, is a the, free agent. Have we settled the fishnet thing? Yes, we have. It's settled. Yeah. I'm not talking so, about. Uh, I'm not talking about. Anymore. Wait, it's gonna be. Uh, a I'm staff not talking meeting. about staff meeting. Staff meeting. Fine. Staff meeting. Right. Okay. I'm talking about Otani now, and Otani does not wear fishnet. Have you guys? Have you guys heard? Enough, I'm trying to see if there's any news on him. Nothing. No, but have you guys? Otani. No. You know why there's no news? Because he's keeping it quiet. He right? has like put out this thing where hmm. if anybody leaks anything, he's not gonna sign with them. He is like sworn to secrecy. This is like a CIA covert operation. That's I mean, it is very interesting. Are you saying that he has that much pull? That I mean, people are, I that, mean, that he's the teams gonna, are just uh, of clamber. course, of course, he's a five hundred million dollar plus player. He's oh, gonna wait, get well, the how did they get leaked richest, with the Dodgers? Dave Roberts opened his mouth and he got in trouble for it. He said, "I can't lie." Yeah, but he got in trouble for it. The the GM said, "No, no, no. We know we we can't neither confirm or like you. He's he doesn't even want people to say we took a meeting with mm -hmm. him. That's." You know how secretive it is? The Dodgers team had a different hotel than every other team at the winter meetings last week in Nashville because they didn't want to be seen talking to his people. Um, it is, they I are, why, what, what is his reasoning for this? I guess he's a very private human being, and he wants the re people to respect his privacy, but it's a little overboard. So who are the teams that, that, that are so realistically... rumored, because you don't know for sure, but yeah. the Dodgers confirmed they talked to him, and you know that. Of course, the Angels are going to be in the mix because that's his team. Uh, there's there's talks of Toronto being in the mix. There's talks of the Yankees. No, no. Uh, they, I've well, they heard, just if they're gonna pay a huge salary. They just signed. Soto, right? They just traded for Soto, so I haven't heard anything about Yankees being linked to Otani. Oh, uh, the Cubs have been linked to Otani. Giants. Maybe. What's that? Giants or no? The Giants. Yeah, and that's probably that's probably it. There's only a handful a of teams that money. can afford yeah. five hundred million dollars for one player. I don't even think Toronto can afford. It. I don't know how they're in the yeah. mix, but that's a lot of money. It is. It's a lot of money. For a guy who, you know, I mean, I mean, he's great. He's a generational player, but man, wow. Anyway. You don't think so, it's worth it? I don't. I would use that money and sign four or five other guys. That's what I would do. If, if, the, if the Dodgers or any other team has that kind of money, I would use that. Because we have other holes. We, we need pitching desperately. Uh, well, Tony can pitch. We need a third baseman desperately. He can be third. Yeah, you're, he's going to have to. <laughs> he's going to have to play every position. Gonna, yeah. The only thing he can't do is catch. Yeah. Only yeah, catch. yeah. yeah, He is awesome, though.
He is awesome. So he's and, fun, and he's going to generate a lot of uh, yes. ticket sales. That's the thing. The, the, you have to see it as an investment because whenever he, I mean, he brings people, he is a must-watch player, especially in a, in a place that, like Chicago. Or internationally. That's in Seattle when they signed Ichiro. Remember, yeah. years ago, yeah. it was it was a marketing thing as well. Yeah. yeah. I remember... When, you know, you know Barry Bonds, but even even when A Rod, I mean, like some of those guys, they would cut in. You're watching a, a Dodgers broadcast, and they would cut. He's up the the broadcast. Yeah, switch it over to Barry Bonds at bat yeah. or whoever's at bat, and you get to. I mean, like I don't want to watch Barry Bonds, but that this is that kind of player. And you're talking about a lineup with Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Otani. I mean, come on. Man, this guy Come is international on. star. International. This is not just, Worldwide. you know, U.S. This yeah. is, you know, they go and crazy he's in, in, and he's in, in his Japan. Prime. And he's in his prime, but he is hurt. Let's not forget that. Pitching. And he wants to pitch. Yeah, he pitching wants, He made it very clear that he wants to pitch, and it sounds like he's going to get what he wants. So, he's, Think about it. He's an all-star at both positions, yeah. as a pitcher and as a hitter. Yeah. You know and a where catcher. that is? Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go straight to the uh, men's. We're gonna go straight to the men's event in the interest of time. So, uh, Robert, tell us what's happening with the men you don't of cut CA. Cut off the finances. We cut off the finances. Let's, let's go with the finances. Let's go with the men of CA. What, what do you got, money. George? Save your money. <laughs> Save your money. That's it. We'll be we'll be having an event. Just want to give. Oh, a sorry. Plug. Okay. And there you go. In February, uh, three weeks in February, and we're gonna go over budgeting and handling your finances kind of the the beginning of the new year to get yourself started on the right track so what's the name of the event right right now i'm calling it money matters money matters but and that's happening in february february probably have three it'll be three sessions okay so more details to follow Man. no sign up yet not yet the month before you go on the cruise no. Money matters. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love like it. Three months that, before. That's how you pay for the cruise. Hey, there right? you go. Good. You Money matters. Look out for that. But Robert, tell us what's happening hey, with the men of CA. Hey. Why is your voice mm. there you go. Tell us what's happening with the men of CA, Robert. Yeah, that was like really high up there. The men of CA are having a consecration month. Wait, wait. Don't skip the first one. In January. Oh, well, it's men's gathering. Men's gathering. Men's gathering. Men's January gathering. 10th. January so you hit the, 10th. You hit the third bullet point. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Men's gathering is January 10th. Yes, January 10th. That's next year. And what is it? Is it a special <laughs> That's night? next year, but it's also a month away. That is true. That is true. But uh, hey, look, invite a friend because when you do, you get a gift card for your friend and you yourself get the gift card. Two. It's the gift that keeps on giving all well, the What year kind of round. gift card do you get? Yeah. Star- Wait, last year we did Starbucks. What do you think we should do? Jollibee. <laughs> does, wait, does uh, Jollibee give no, gifts? No, does Jollibee have gift cards? Yeah, they do, but then you should do in and out so Okay, in, in fair out. enough. I will do, here's what I will do. For all the guys listening, I will do an In-N-Out gift card for you and if you bring a new person for your friend. So, How much you, gift card do you give out? $5. That's not good. That's a burger. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's a cheeseburger. I, I got to try Jollibee just to see what their burger is like. <laughs> hey, never... let's go have lunch at Jollibee today. Try it in Rome. <laughs> try it in Rome, will you? Try it in Rome. Think Try about it. Rome. I flew to Rome just to go there to Jollibee. There you go. Yeah. There you okay, go. Okay, so a $5 In-N-Out gift card for you yes. and yes. for the person that you bring. So guys, bring somebody to the men's gathering on January 10th. Who's going to be speaking? I believe Mark. Yes, Mark Pickerel is going to be bringing us awesome. an amazing word from the Lord. Yep. So guys, we want to be in this one. The women got 500 plus women last night. So guys, let's pack it in. Let's get 500 guys. a lot of women. Well, let's get a lot of guys. Come on, bring your friends. a lot of women. In and out on us if you bring your friend. Wait, are we having tacos uh, during a men's gathering? We're not having Uh, tacos. Press the mute. (laughs) There's no, you already said it. It's too late. I can't mute after the fact, dude. So no, no tacos, but we do have in and out gift cards for you and your, your, your friend. So 
Come to the men's gathering on January 10th. What else is happening? Uh, Consecration Month, January. It's uh, We're going to have a men's devotional for everyone. And also, it's a time for us to be able to highlight spiritual disciplines, which is uh, fasting, meditation, prayer, worship, a lot of things that we need to do to grow and mature spiritually. That's right. And so we are going to be giving guys a mm. devotional book at the men's gathering that they can use to spend the next half of January in a moment of consecration. We're theming on the theme of worship. And uh, mm. like George has written a great devotional. I've written, written a great devotional. And Robert, at some point, will re- write a great <laughs> devotional. <laughs> I just keep w- him a trip, man. Come on, Okay, man. we'll give you grace. We'll give all you right, grace. All right, all uh, right. But it's going to be a great resource for you guys with a playlist for you to listen to some good music um, and some good practical t- things like fasting and meditation and prayer. Along with that, we're going to open up some book groups along the same theme of consecration. And those book groups are going to be about what? And it's uh, circled around a book uh, entitled The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Mm. What a great book. What a great book. That is a great book. Slowing down, being more intentional, being with the Lord. So, guys, lots of things happening in January. Men's Gathering, January 10th. Uh, We're going to spend the second half of January in intentional consecration. And we're going to be opening up some short-term life groups for you to read this book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Is this an eight-week life group? It is an eight-week life oh, group. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So two months. Fantastic. Yep. It'll be over by Easter. Are we going? Uh, are we giving away books and study guides? We are giving away study guides. We are not giving away books, but you can order it on Amazon. We'll have some books uh, for you to pick up at the men's gathering if you want to purchase it there or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, for sure, to... we'll have it for the leader if you want we... to. Hey, listen, if you want to lead a group, yes. we will definitely buy you a book. Mm. How about that? There you go. Okay. Well, Robert, we want to learn a little bit about Christmas and, 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 and posture our hearts for what the Lord might have for us in this season. So, Robert, teach us, will you? Crickets, please. No, sorry. Oh. You got five minutes. Teach us about Christmas. Five teach us no. about Christmas in five minutes. I'll let you know. No, I just want to highlight, um, there's, a, uh, there's a teaching that I did for the Filipino Christmas gathering, and uh, I want to just uh, share that with you guys. How and to enjoy in- Jollibee? Well, <laughs> it's entitled, Don't Miss Christ This Christmas. Ooh, that's Don't good. Miss Christ that's This good. Christmas. That's because, uh, you know, um, you, have you ever, have you any of you guys been to a, Christ- or to a birthday party and the celebrant was not there? Yes. You have? I actually have. It was for my brother. It was for my brother. We, we, my kids always make fun of my brother, their Uncle Johnny, because one one day my mom called and said, "Hey, we're gonna have lunch for your brother for his birthday. Yeah, yeah. Come over at one o'clock." So we get there. My other siblings get there. My parents are there. My mom makes it lunch, and we wait thirty minutes, and we wait forty five minutes, and we wait an hour, and we're all getting really hungry. I'm like, "Where's his lunch, mom?" Well, your brother's not here yet. He didn't show up to his own birthday lunch. He did. Did he know? I, I'm guessing she told him. <laughs> okay. Well, how, how awkward was that, right? Very. It's very awkward. Yeah. And yet, uh, during Christmas, we do the same thing time and time again. Mm. The center of Christmas is Christ. Mm. And it is his birthday. And some of us pay no mind to the fact that we don't celebrate the true celebrant of Christmas. Right? We do the shopping. We do the celebration. We do the parties. And yet, we skip. The guest, putting the right? focus on the celebrant, yeah. right? Christ. And in the first century, when Christmas came around, um, let me give you an example of three people who missed Christ in Christmas. The first being the innkeeper. Mm. The Bible talks about the innkeeper, the innkeeper didn't have space or room for the king himself who came to his doorsteps. Yeah. You know, he was busy, business was good, uh, things were rolling. And because of his busyness, he neglected the fact 
king of kings came to his doorstep, knocked on his door, and he did not have space for him. Wow, wow. Um, you will definitely miss Christmas, Christ this Christmas, if you have no space for him, if you mm. don't recognize him of who he is, right? How many of us get uh, tied up in the business of uh, the holidays, the shopping, the planning, the gift wrapping, and whatever else that you do for Christmas, but you don't really uh, take the time to just slow down and put the focus on the celebrant. That's good, Robert. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's uh, if, if you just say, well, you know, it's the holidays. I love it because people are cheerful. Uh, the lights are up. Uh, sales are going. That's not really the season, the reason for the season. And if you, if you, if you neglect that, Jesus is in your footsteps, it's in your doorstep, right? He comes this season. He comes to your door. He comes to your family. And if you're so busy with other things and you wrap yourself and focus on other things, you will definitely miss Christ this Christmas. Yeah. We talk a lot, a lot on this podcast about living with margin, right? We talk about it living with margins financially. We talk about living with margin so you have time for. But in, in this season, I think that's the, the greatest gift that you can give yourself and ultimately mm, the Lord yeah. is to build some margin into the busyness of this season so that you have those quiet moments with Jesus. Absolutely. So you can celebrate Him in your heart and around your family time. Absolutely. And you know, the most memorable things that we talked, we talked about the memories of Christmas, the most memorable things is really is when you slow down. Of course. And you, 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 you know, you focus on what's important in this case. It's, it's the King of Kings has been given to us as a gift. Mm. And that's what we need to really wrap our hearts and minds around. I am going to challenge guys listening. Look, we have some amazing Christmas services over the next three weekends. Mm. We're calling it Holy Moments, this series. Mm -hmm. I want to challenge you guys, prioritize and make it a point over the next three weekends to be in church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. To be in church and to make it an event. Yeah. So don't just, hey, I, I, need, I need 90 minutes to rush over to CA and be, no, no. Make it an event. What I mean by that is come early, sit, contemplate, reflect, enjoy the worship, Absolutely. enjoy the message. Afterwards, Take your family out to eat. Talk about what you just learned together. Those are the make it a two or three hour event around the weekends. Celebrate Jesus, guys. Yep. Celebrate Jesus. Yeah. You know, he, one, he one thing. Reason. Thanks for that word, Robert. That was that was really a terrific reminder. He's not done yet. <laughs> yeah, I have two no. more. Well, one thing I was thinking is <laughs> it's almost ironic, and maybe maybe it just applies to me. But at a time that it should be grace filled, mm. many times we're short on yeah, grace yeah. because we're just running around. Yep. Right, so we're like the line is too long, so we're maybe edgy or you're, yeah. you're short with people, and you know, and you you lose the joy of why Jesus came, right? Out of love, it's an, the greatest act of of love. First, mm -hmm. he knew he had to step, you know, leave his kingdom, come down to earth, knowing what he was going to go through. But first, he had to be born, so it's an act of love. Yet, a time that we're supposed to remember that. We're not always showing that to people, mm, right? And our, yeah. our grace meter is maybe low. So just a... Yeah. Yep, yep. So, yeah, can you imagine the innkeeper? He missed the whole thing because yeah. uh, he was so busy with uh, with his business, with the things that he had to take care of. Yep. That he really missed. Who was it who came to his doorstep? his doorstep, yeah. I mean, can you imagine if, he, if one day in eternity he'll say, man, the king of kings came to my doorstep yeah. and I... Showed them away, right? I'm yeah. like, hey, I don't have any space. I don't have any room for you. So the question for us is, do we have space for Jesus this mm, season, mm. right? 
do we do we put him on top of uh, our priorities or is he part of the festivities but really he's just occupying a space mm -hmm. but not the premier space where he should really be the celebrant of the season yeah so second the, the second uh, person that missed Christmas was King Herod mm -hmm. um, when the wise man came to him and said uh, we're here because we want to see where is the where is the, the, the baby, like the king of the Jews that was born, right? He was, they didn't say a king. He said, they said the king, the mm -hmm. king of the Jews, right? Mm -hmm. And Herod was, of course, very, very alarmed. He was very threatened. He said, wow, you know, there's another king. I thought I was the king of the Jews, right? I, he thought that he was the one ruling over all the people of Israel. And so when he heard this, he was really distressed. So the question for us is that, is Jesus the king of your life? Right? Is he is he not just a king, a king on the weekends, on for your for your for your worship time, for for the things that you do on, on in church, or is he the king yeah. uh, of your life? Because uh, when you put him the, as the king, then you will submit and surrender to his presence. If you if he's only a king, you will react like King Herod, threatened. Right? He you'll say, hey, there's only one king in this life, and that's me. George and I always. Uh, joke around says it's good to be king but then really uh we should be able to say look lord you are the true king of my life mm -hmm. and we'll definitely miss christmas if the king of our lives is not him yeah. uh we'll, we'll, we'll dictate our priorities we'll dictate our schedule we'll dictate like you said uh what's important to us unless he becomes the central point of our life and he is the king again we will definitely miss Christmas. Yeah. So it's it's about making space, but even then it's about making the premier space, which is putting him at the Absolutely. center. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Who is king? Yeah. 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 So and finally, the, the third person who missed Christmas was um, the scribes and the priest. Because when Herod asked, um, when, when he heard the wise men say, hey, where is he that was born the king of the Jews? Uh, he went and called the wise man and the scribes and asked, hey, where is this Messiah supposed to be born? And they knew from the get-go, they didn't have to do the research, they knew from the book of Micah that the Messiah was going to be born in Bethlehem. So they knew, they understood that um, the, the coming Messiah was going to be out of Bethlehem. But uh, unfortunately, even if they knew that, they didn't lift the finger. They didn't even get on the camel. They didn't get into the horse. They didn't walk towards Bethlehem to meet the king, the Messiah, the Jews. That was the, 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 the Messiah that was written of about 700 years ago from the book of Micah. Because uh, for whatever reason, inconvenience, um, didn't have time, the written word did not drive him to the living word. Mm. In other words, you can do all of the knowing, you can read the Bible, you can understand, uh, unless that becomes real to you and you have a relationship with the, the, the word that's been spoken in the Bible, the living word, yeah. all of that stuff will just be a checklist that you just check off. Yeah, I read my Bible. Yeah, I did my devotion. Yeah, I go to church. Yeah, I serve. Yeah, it's all head knowledge. Yeah. And it's not the heart knowledge because once you understand that, it demands a response. Mm. And the scribes and the priests at the time, they knew exactly the season of where they were. I mean, the wise man came and demanded and asked, where is the king of the Jews? 
that was born today. We saw a star, and yet they, they, they knew where it was. They knew where he was, and they didn't respond at all, the inconvenience of having to respond to God. And so that's something that we need to be really looking for, out for because uh, when we do that, we will definitely miss Christ this Christmas. We need to respond to what was given to us, what was this perfect sacrificial love of having to empty himself so he can come and be with us. And that, that's, that's no small thing. When it, in eternity one day when we all see how much he sacrificed and how much he had to give up to come be with us and to do what he did, uh, we'll probably be mesmerized and stand in awe throughout eternity and say, man, I cannot believe Although you did it, Lord, I cannot believe that you would do such a thing for me. So yeah, you know, the the, the people who miss Christmas are those who uh, number one did make did not make space for him. Number two did not recognize him as a king, and the third knew about him but did not respond to him. And so for us guys, I want to encourage all of us to be able to respond to him, make him first place in our life, and make space for him like any like no other time this season i mean uh, you know we have a whole year to ourselves but this and i think um easter are the most the very most important parts of the year that we need to celebrate the gift of jesus christ in our lives well robert you do such a a good job teaching us and I, i honestly think that that guys if you're listening you know if you've lasted with us this long and you got this last little bit i think that was a gift to you because i think this is something that you can then share with your families i would take these last 10 minutes i would you know go through scripture and learn what robert said and then maybe use that as a devotional that you can lead your families and even on christmas eve would yeah wouldn't that be a beautiful thing to do well done, uh, so well done robert and uh, and a good reminder for us all um to to keep christ mm. at the center of christmas and uh, certainly I want my heart to, to be in that direction. And I'm encouraged by your words, Robert, and I'm encouraged to have all the guys listen to this. And hopefully you uh, will also join us in doing that. So, guys, I want to say thank you for your continuous uh, listenership. Is that a word? I don't know. It is today. It is today. Uh, More for, of patience. <laughs> <laughs> for your continuous patience. Yeah, there us, you go. For putting up with the nonsense and... Uh, you guys are a gift to us. You are a yeah. gift to us. And uh, hope you have a great and Merry Christmas. We do look forward to seeing you and our uh, services in the next few weekends. And, of course, we want to see you at Men's Gathering on yeah. January 10th. Is this our last podcast? This will be our last oh, podcast for the year. We're signing, right. well, we're signing off for 2023. Our next time we'll meet will be in 2024. Wow. Yep, so until then, Woo-hoo. let's party. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Merry yeah. Christmas. And put Christ in the middle of Christmas.